Ghost Ship Radio Network. Sail onward. Daniels. Daniels. How did you know that's my nickname? I read the book that you sent me through the internet waves. That wasn't me. That was a forgery of some kind. No, the one from last week about... um... Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Oh, let me tell you what. (laughs) I got a little raw, if you know what I'm saying, in the brain space from being Uh, so tantalized. I see. Mm -hmm. Well, just as a thank you for that one, that Mm. spicy, spicy book, I got you one even spicier. I don't know if I'm ready for something spicier than that. Well, I hope you uh, like a nice heat to your exotic seafood dishes, Dan, because I've got this hot classic called Loch Ness Gangbang. Monsters made me gay. Uh, And I think that it'll be perfect, based on last week's suggestion, that you will find some use for this book. (laughs) Wink. I'm not... uh, Wink. Okay. <clears throat> Wink. Do you want it? Too bad. I'll tell you where to get it. Uh, you can get this audiobook and only this one because it's the only one on the entire website internet space. Wait, all the other ones, like, they took took them down? or Exactly. If you go over to my website, you have to go to uh, Tommy T's cool website dot freewebs. Dot com. Uh, and on that website, there'll be a link to www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio. And if you use that link, you can get this free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. And that's all there is. Just that one book about, what is it again? Oh, it's uh, Loch Ness Gangbang. Monsters Made Me Gay. <clears throat> so, there's that. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Banter Box Radio. I like my beats funky, I'm spunky, I like my oatmeal lumpy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Banterbox Radio. This is episode 188 for this March the 12th, 2019. You don't speak unless spoken to! Hi everybody, Uh, welcome back to this podcast here that we've done. Um, It's our internet radio show comedy podcast. It sure is. You shut it! Hi, this is our internet radio comedy. I hope you, that you enjoy our news program. Uh, we try to find uh, the most hot hot news. We uh, <clears throat> do I get to talk now? You yeah, know? Dan. Yeah, you get to talk. Go ahead. Sure. I'm Thomas Towson. This yeah. is uh, yep. This is Dan Knight. Yep. So and good night. All right. See you later. Great. Oh, is that it? Yeah. You oh, yeah ruined... no, I just wanted to introduce myself. Okay. So great. Um, well, I was trying to, as I was telling these uh, <laughs> these fine listeners here. <laughs> Wow. Okay. You got to come down. You got to come down from that anger. Okay. All right. Shut up. Shut shut your mouth. Um, We have here a a, uh, internet broadcast that we've sent out on the internet dot waves. 
uh, courtesy of Mr. Bill Gates, um, who has, and Melinda, and Melinda, who has curated these fine WW webs for us to send out this information to you on dot apple dot apple mm-hmm. thank you apple uh, that's right <laughs> thank you thank you tim apple uh dan <laughs> we're back again this week to do the same thing that we do each and every single week which oh is boy is what what is, is it? it aside from make complete fools of ourselves what is it um we get news we gather it up from all over the place Usually it's about a week old. Sometimes it's a little older, depending on how lazy we are. Yeah, you, you know, is it, and you, you roll out of bed some days and you're like, I, I don't have time for this. Here's something that happened two years ago. You think I have time to curate, curate three articles today? I did. I do remember bringing an article to the table that was yeah very old. Yeah, it was one of our finer moments. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we find news that exists all over the world that's that's uh, probably in the, if it was categorized, it'd be in the weird bin. It'd be in bizarre, weird, Florida, and miscellaneous. Wow, so many qualifiers. I like it. Miscellaneous is the catch-all at the end, you <clears> know, <throat> just in case it doesn't, you know. But then we find it, and then we, we say it again. And that's you know, it. And that's pretty much it. Uh, sometimes there's some jokes or... Well, it's well, it's a crapshoot, really. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, it's just you get jokes, but yeah, don't expect them all the time. Exactly. Then you'll get needy. You know, then you you start getting a little little needy, and you start complaining like, and ah, I need jokes. Ah, this was just articles you found on the uh, the website. And then we're Ooh. gonna have to wean you off our news team, <laughs> and you slowly become Yoda. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we wean us off the news team. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Here's some news articles, though. I do see that you're a little bit news colicky, and we're going to need to help you out with that. Uh, Dan, do you have articles to this week? Oh, do I ever, as as required by law. And I do, too. Court-mandated mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we know what we did. <laughs> but we before we get, we share it online. <laughs> before we get into it, though, this is uh, there's a holiday today, as is every day. Every day has a holiday. We all know this. Exactly. Some are boring. Some are like a cookie dough day. And it's like, come on, give me a break. But other days really stick out. And they're the big holidays that mm. we all gather around with our family to celebrate. Yeah. And this is one of them. Now, of course, this upcoming Sunday is one that maybe some Irish Americans may be celebrating as well. But I think that this one, dare I say, might be more universally celebrated. Oh, uh, and it is, of course, I don't need to tell you, but it's, no, of course, National Baked Scallops Day. So uh, remember to take out your baked, your your delicious scallop. And and then bake it. And then bake it. But I don't, uh, I like to fry them, though. Well, I'm sorry, Dan, this isn't National Fried Scallops Day. I need to choose a pronunciation and stick with it. <laughs> um, it's actually baked scallop. It's scallop, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take your slops uh, and bake them. It's, it's so much worse. <laughs> um, and that's about all this holiday is, but that's all you need. Yeah. Every, you, you get your youngest little, little tots, get, bring your tots, put, give them a nice little National Baked Scallop Day stick and roast it over a fire. And then you put it between two graham crackers with a piece of chocolate and you eat that up as a nice late winter treat. That's delicious. sounding. <laughs> but if you do do that. Um, take a picture and hashtag bake, bake scallop day. <laughs> hashtag scallops more. And, and you uh, know, and it, you know, send it to us too. 
yeah. on our on our Twitter. And I'll make some grandiose promise th- about um, giving you something. That um, you're, I mean, you're not. You won't. Let's do all it. be honest. You're not going to deliver on your <laughs> you, promise. You're not brave enough. You're not brave enough to eat a scallop smart. You're not even brave enough to Photoshop a picture of one and make us believe it. That's right. <laughs> I might be brave enough to do that, but I'm not very good at Photoshop. Oh, well, me either. Uh, Dan, let's get into the articles this week because I think we both got some doozies. <laughs> Yeah. I need my inhaler. Okay, great. Christmas can be a contentious time for many, especially sure. when it's outside the normal time frame of existence. You know, um, that whole December month. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, is is the entire month of December Christmas? Yes or no? I mean, I no. Is it the twelve days leading up to, or is it just the day of? There's a strong feeling about yeah. Christmas. You know, some people balls deep There's on a Christmas from there. Like, as soon as Halloween ends. Yeah, sometimes before, and I don't particularly agree with that. Me either, because it, gla- it glazes over one of the best holidays of the year, which is Correct. Thanksgiving. So. Oh. Well, I thought you were going to say Halloween. No, it's it's immediately after. They do it, like, the day after Halloween, you get Christmas decorations out, and then they skip ha- uh, Thanksgiving, which is a real holiday that's a testament to our ignorance, and I love it. I love it. I love ignorance. God, I love it. There's one thing we love on it's this a, show. It's, it's <laughs> eating like an asshole. Uh, right. Anyway, tell me about this uh, March-based Christmas. The rage was felt by one man in Pennsylvania to the point of assault. 25-year-old Clayton Lucas became enraged when riding en route from a halfway house to a treatment class with another unidentified person. That other person began playing Christmas music on the radio. It's cardinal sin. I don't know if he was doing it on the radio, probably on some sort of... Uh, Spotify or I don't know. Yeah. They don't specify. Lucas was very much not having uh, any of that shit and began <laughs> beating the man. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. And then proceeded to choke him out. Wow. Some people get really, like, angry about Christmas music. It brings out a, a rage. Yeah. I think a lot of it's manufactured because some people do it like it's cool to hate Christmas music. I mean, I like Christmas music when it's a- around that time. Yeah, if if it's outside of it, it's still probably not enough to choke someone out. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Unless you're I, like, unless you're playing like the Jesus hits, and somebody's like not a, not into a Christian. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't really, I don't subscribe to your religion, sir or madam. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't just be playing God. Uh, God is doing a new thing. You know he's doing uh, any it. time of the year. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's a, a Christmas only <laughs> track. Okay. That's the song that we use to summon him <laughs> from his deep eternal slumber. That's correct. No, that's when we do that at Easter. That's when he comes up <laughs> and he brings the eggs. He, no, he po- yeah, he pokes his head out of the ground, and then we find out if we get more spray. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, so it's all a big joke, everybody. It's it's a yeah. goof. We're just goofing. We're just goofing. It's, it's just goofing. a good goof. Um. So yeah, he's he's choking this guy out. The man reportedly almost lost consciousness, which I find maybe and, and I don't know all, you know, like the whole situation here, but I don't know if this guy was driving and he's like it's my car, my rules. This dude was driving. Okay, so that's him alone. Yes. Hey, my car. Um so yeah, never specified if that guy was driving or if Lucas was. Either way, I mean, it to to choke out a, the driver of a car yeah. is uh, a bold choice, because if he loses consciousness, you're kind of effed in the A there. Oh yeah, super super bad. 
Also, uh, but if you choke them out and you're driving, yeah, then that's impressive. That's actually yeah, that flips. That's kind of cool again. <laughs> uh, uh, you know that if you choke someone out, you know how like in movies and shows they have people choke people and they pass out. Yeah. Do you know if you choke someone to the point of them passing out, you're almost guaranteed to cause irreversible brain damage? Really? Yeah, this doesn't work like that. It takes it takes a lot longer too to choke them out. Yeah. And it will So like if you're playing like a goof on your buddy and you're like, "Ha, saw this on uh, I don't know, whatever." I don't need an example. To hell with you. Uh I saw this on Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, that one with LeVar Burton where he choked out um Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> um that's a big neck too. Yeah. Well, you know what I was going to say, so I don't need to say it. Just don't just don't don't play those kind of goofs, okay? Do something funny, like, I don't know, like... Take a shit in their pillow or something. Yeah, that works. Hey, a good bro... Let me tell you what. A bro likes a finger in the butt, okay? They're going to be like, dude, it was a spoof. And they're going to be like, okay, well, I can't be mad. Yeah, as long as you're crushing a brewski while you're doing it, it's okay. I didn't put it all the way, all full, all knuckles. (laughs) Three knuckles deep. As long as you don't look them in the eye and you're drinking a brewski, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, either way, Clayton Lucas was later charged with aggravated assault. His name Clayton or Clayton? Clayton. Oh, okay. He was charged with aggravated assault and other offenses. I don't know. Other offenses? Well, keeping it vague. Yeah. Also international espionage. (laughs) (laughs) Misdemeanor crimes there. Um, Um, He swore out Jesus and that just does not fly. You can't do that anymore. Straight to H E double hockey six. Daniel, at the end of February, MIT Technology Review posted a 34-page research paper stating that in a bid to make a counterculture statement, hipsters can end up looking alike. That's oh. that's they wrote a, a big symposium on this, you know, a big proselytizing about how all hipsters look the same. That's fair. And uh, now this is going to use some words like hipster and millennial. I don't necessarily agree with them, but I kept them in there for posterity reasons. You're going to trigger me now. Daniel, let's not go that direction. (laughs) That's a spicy direction. (laughs) Okay. Um, Accompanying the article was an edited stock image of a generic millennial in plaid shirt and beanie. You know, the standard look. uh, That's what all millennials, at least they have that in their wardrobe. Well, look. Here's the thing. I do own both of those. <laughs> but, I mean, that's such a low bar qualifier. Who doesn't own a uh, beanie? And who doesn't own a plaid shirt? I actually... No, I guess I do. I have you that... do. You have the Zisu one. Yeah, I have a Zisu beanie. Shit, yeah. right. Okay. Um, which, by the way, is... That Even counts more for 10 hipsy. beanies. <laughs> that's, like, that's like plus 10 to the Yeah. Um, Shit. <laughs> the MIT Journal's editor-in-chief, Gideon Litchfield, took to Twitter to tell a cautionary tale about what followed after the article was posted. We, pro- quote, uh, we promptly got a furious email from a man who said he was the guy in the photo that ran with the story. <clears throat> he accused us of slandering him, presumably by implying he was a hipster, and of using the picture without his permission. Litchfield continued, quote, Now, as far as I know, calling someone a hipster isn't slander, no matter how much they may hate it. Still, we would never use a picture without the proper license or model release. Can you guess where this is going to? Do you have any guesses? No. Um, lawsuit. 
Well, we'll see. Uh, <clears throat> so you get what's going on, though, right? They used a picture used of this guy. To explain this study. And, and, this and, guy, he, and he discovered says, it and decided that was defamation of character. Yeah, it's not cool. You can't use my picture. You didn't. You were, yeah, you're calling me a hipster, which is defamation. And you didn't ask my permission. And I'm a goth. And also, wait, what? What? Um, well, and they, so Litchfield goes on to say, still, we would never use a picture without the proper license or model release. It was a stock photo from Getty Images, so we checked the license. He said the license stipulated that if the image was used in connection with a subject that would be unflattering or unduly controversial to a reasonable person, it had to be made clear that the person was a model. Basic legal jargon on this kind okay. of stuff. Uh, <clears throat> but, oh, uh, so, so Litchfield did point out in this Twitter post, uh, that he didn't think calling uh, someone a hipster was unflattering or unduly controversial. However, just to be safe, he contacted Getty Images. And the stock photo company checked the model release, and here's the twist. The guy in the image was not even the same guy who was complaining. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Quote, he misidentified himself, Litchfield said, all which proves the story we ran. <laughs> Hipsters look so much alike, they can't even tell themselves apart from each other. <laughs> How do you not know that that guy isn't yeah. you? Well, I think it's because that like lumbersexual look that's really popular right now is such a homogenous look. And Ooh. it covers up so much. Yeah. Like, most of the top of your head's covered. You usually have a big beard. And then you've got the, like, requisite plaid shirt. But that must mean that he... He looks so generic. Well, not only that, but he actually went and got and modeled for Getty Images for with the same kind of, like, you had to have known, right? Like, if you're complaining to them saying they used your picture... And this was a stock photo of a well, model. He didn't know it was a stock photo. He thought it was just a thing found online. Of him. Yeah, of him. He thought it was a picture of himself posted somewhere. Or maybe he did model. I'm not sure the exact thing. But basically he, he did. Couldn't even see. Yeah. Accused them of using a picture of him in an article about how the, all hipsters look the same. <laughs> oh, and it turns goodness. out it was a different hipster. Not him. That is the biggest kick in the nuts. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Um, so... <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, a disgusting situation is unfolding for a struggling playwright in NYC. Oh, is that my man Shakespeare? That's the one. Wait, did he live in New York? Yep. He's big, he's big in the NYC. Oh. <clears throat> you know me. That's weird. Okay. OPP. <clears throat> Susan Har had to file a lawsuit against a sex shop that had been causing sewage to back up into her home. Yucky. The suit claims the backup was caused by condoms, diapers, and rubber Ooh. gloves. Oh, oh, what? Why diapers? I don't know. And it begs, it begs the question, adult diapers? Yeah, obviously. They're not, it's not like there's an influx of babies coming to the... Ew, this is adult poopy diapers and yuckies. The suit specifically argues... Oh, I just argues... figured out what it is. What? Do they have a sex theater in here? In where? In this sex in this shop? Boutique? I don't know. If they have one of those, that's the even yuckier. A what sex if, theater. You know, like some sex shops or movie rental stores will let you uh, go in and watch the flicks? Oh, and like a little personal booth? Yeah, because they've gotten rid of the big theaters, you know, because Pee Wee killed them. Um, and uh, it <laughs> It's one thing the millennials couldn't get to. That's right. <laughs> uh Maybe they had one of those theaters, the little like booths where you can watch these nudie films, and people wearing diapers, so they didn't have the cleanup. They just made, you know, <laughs> made explosions in the old pantaloons, and then tried. What, and they flushed them. 
Yeah. Are you people flushing diapers? Yeah, I don't get that either. That's this is all too yucky for me. The suits. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> this is too much. The suits specifically argues that sexy boutique um, caused sewage to occasionally rise above the baseboards of her townhouse, soaking into the walls up to the height of six feet. That's too many feet. I thought you were going to say six inches. And I was Ooh. like, even that's like way too much. Half a foot of like poopy diapers and condoms. I mean, it didn't like, it's not, it's not <clears throat> six feet of just sewage, but it's soaked into the walls to rise. Like, like, you know, think oh, of it like paper oh, towels oh, 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 soaking up <clears throat> shit water. Okay. All right. I misunderstood. I get it. This is uh, irreparable damage. You're going to have to throw this house in the trash. <laughs> right. She said this has caused the walls, flooring, and cabinetry to be permanently saturated in waste. She's seeking $2 million in damages yeah. to her home, which she says she has uh, had to leave on several occasions due to the filth seeping into it. And another $5 million in life-ruining expenses. <laughs> You're surrounded by this disgusting refuse. Sex waste. A uh, camera probe conducted back That's a back good punk in- band name. Sex, Sex waste. waste is such a great name. That is good, yeah. A camera probe conducted back in December did, in fact, confirm the backup is originating at the Sexy Boutique. The lawsuit also claims that even after reaching out, Sexy Boutique has not responded to her complaints. While this whole situation is ongoing, public records released have shown that a temporary restraining order had been carried out successfully to prohibit Sexy Boutique occupants from using their bathrooms. Oh, okay. I've never... So I always assumed... uh, I always assumed that uh, restraining orders would prohibit people from coming close to you. I didn't know you could, like, literally file a restraining order to restrain someone from shitting in a toilet. Yeah, well, you put the restraining order on the toilet because that toilet, you know, it's done. It's had a a pretty bad history. It just got out of jail. You know, you can't let it around children. (laughs) Uh, It's gobbling up all your turd diapers and your condoms. It's a a real sex fiend. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they created the sex shop around this sex crazed toilet as a way to cage in its unwieldy sexual desires. Yeah. This is the only place it could be safe in this sex sanctuary. It's the only thing that makes sense to me, yeah. 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 This fantasy <laughs> uh toilet. Yeah, it's actually gonna be like a spiritual successor to Little Shop of Horror. Um, Didn't uh ghoulies crawl out of toilets? Sure, yeah, I'm sure they did, but did they come accompanied with uh, shit-filled diapers and condoms? Maybe one of the later ones. I mean, there were so many ghouls, yeah. right? It's like Critters and Chud. Chud? That's a timely classic. <laughs> that movie does not hold up. No, no. It is so slow. It's uh, and it's a yucky. And it's, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, cool. Anything else about your turd walls? No, just, uh, you know. I, I do, I don't know why I'm fixating on turds. These could have been cummy diapers, okay? Let's, There's let's the urine, too. You know, let's not, let's not just, dis- dis- no one the... pees in diapers, Dan. It's either cummies or poopies, okay? People are, those are the two options. Okay. That's what I use them for. Next. <laughs> <clears throat> The Utah State Legislature on Tuesday passed a bill that repealed the misdemeanor crime of fornif- fornication. Californications. <laughs> Speaking of timely references, um, making sex outside of le- marriage legal within the state. Well, I was. Uh, it was okay. unbeknownst to me that you could not legally have sex in the state of Utah unless you were married. I mean. That sounds right, because Utah is basically basically backwards 
you know, potato well, adjacentville. That's the Mormon capital of the world, isn't it? Utah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> is it the Mormons that have it's all the Mormons. a shit ton of wives? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah, and so you have to be married, though, if you want to, you know... <laughs> You want to make the baby plow the fields, as they say. Okay, well, great. Uh, well, you had to be married. Uh, the bill is headed. Uh, the House passed Senate Bill Forty Three with a forty-one to thirty-two vote, which is staggering. That thirty-two people in this day and age are still saying that uh, you know maybe that's not okay. Maybe we should make it okay to plow other people aside yeah, from our your fields. Spouses. And your peoples. Yeah. You have to sow your wild seeds, whether they be amongst the soil or amongst the human soil. <laughs> is that romantic to say? Does that sound... Is that, does that sound bad? Is that okay? I, Catherine, lay in the bed. I am going to till your human soil. <laughs> your, your human soil. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, the bill is headed to Republican Governor... Governor <clears throat> Gary Herbert's desk for his signature or veto. It was unclear if he supports the bill. The bill didn't sit well with some conservative members of the state house. Quote, Ooh. what is, what legally is often uh, far below. Oh my goodness. That's a weird sentence. He spoke really weird. <laughs> what he, he meant to say, what is legal? What is legal is often far below what is morally right said state Republican Representative Kevin Stratton, who objected to the bill. Oh. He wasn't into it. Uh, he goes on to say, and I recognize our laws are not strong enough to rule an immoral people. So you're saying, you know, people gonna be cheating regardless. Yeah, and the laws can't rule such an immoral people. Scorched earth, burn the flesh. And also, I have a mistress, and I don't want to vote right on this. <laughs> yeah, this definitely, uh, you know how, you ever notice how many times in cases like this, it's so much a case of uh, thou dost protest too much? Yeah. It's always when someone opposes a, vil a bill vehemently that they're doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it only makes sense. I mean, like, a lot of the guys that have come out and they're like, um, you know, a lot of the... You say like, like homophobe guys? Yeah, yes. the ones that are like gay people are evil, and then it's like, oh yeah, but I'm secretly plowing dudes, and also they're ten. And like, <laughs> huh? So maybe I'm guilty of a lot more than just homosexuality. Yeah, right? they always double down. That seems to be it. They're either really heavily doing the thing they seem to be rallying against, or they double down, kind of like KFC that one time, which was a mistake. Well, well, agree to. I mean, that was yeah. probably the greatest sandwich known to man. Well, it was probably an abomination to all chicken kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, sex between unmarried couples or un those unmarried was criminalized. At, uh, this actually blew me away. It was criminalized in 1973. Okay, that's uh. That's crazy. That's a, that's a long time. And plus, the 70s was like the time when everyone was just shagging everybody else. Well, it was the 60s, right? Yeah, the 60s too. But The yeah. 60s was the free love decade. And then the 70s, I guess maybe things got more conservative. Maybe. It just seems so weird that this was very recent. Mm. So recent. Within the past, what, 46 years? Sure. That's crazy. Um, 
So the bill that passed Tuesday was part of the legislature's efforts to clean up its criminal code, removing un- unenforceable laws from the books. Uh, and uh, the UA- Utah legislature previously passed a bill removing... Removing? Yeah, well, that's close enough. That's you like know, a word, pretty much. This is my first episode, so <laughs> please bear with me. Uh, previously passed a bill removing adultery and sodomy among consenting adults as punishable crimes in the state. That was recently a law. Hmm. You could be punished under a court of law for adultery and sodomy. I mean, like, anyway. (laughs) Wacky shit. (laughs) Wacky shit. I kind of expected that from Utah, though. Adultery makes sense, actually, isn't that? That's enforceable almost everywhere. Adultery is just what? Sleeping around. Yeah, when you are married. Right. And I think that is still, like, an enforceable crime, at least to some degree. I can't speak to that, so I won't... uh... I won't incriminate myself by saying that I know something I don't. I've done that too often. Um, But sodomy is... Anyway, it's ridiculous. It's all very silly. It just... It was weird because I didn't realize this was such a new thing. Mm. Well, um... I guess we're going to have to sound the klaxon because another (gasps) fun story has emerged from Florida this week. Oh, Wooka. Great. Employees at Ace Rent-A-Car in Jacksonville had to get cops involved after encountering a hostile customer. It appears as though the woman approached the desk and didn't get the car she wanted. So, after finishing the deal at the desk and going out to the lot to get her subpar vehicle, she decided to jump into a car that was still being cleaned. Well... And then take off. Well, that's not how you buy cars, (laughs) ma'am. This is not your car. Uh, Employees later found the vehicle. This is actually pretty... uh, serendipitous they they actually found the stolen vehicle um at a travel lodge apparently off okay. airport road i don't know how far away this I, I don't think it was very far from where she's she stole it when the news crew wjxt actually found her there asked her if she stole the car she said quote i don't know what you're speaking about ma'am <laughs> and after being pressed she went on to say she didn't know why she did it and that quote the demons told her to do it and there's the article. <laughs> there's Boom the article. goes the dynamite. Uh, I'm sorry. They what now? The demons told her to do it. <laughs> it and, wasn't me. It was the demons. <laughs> and so the lady, uh, the newswoman says, okay, so you so you agree that you took it, though? And she says, no, I didn't take it. The demons took the it. The demons. Okay, great. Um. So, yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, let's break it down. Let's get, let's get please, serious here. Please, please do. We all know that demons are intrinsically drawn to white Toyota RAV4s. Well, that's been known. It was written about in Leviticus, I think. (laughs) That's correct. I mean, hell is literally just all mountains and dirt roads. You need that four-wheel drive capability. It's just, it's, you need it when you're a demon. Exactly. But it's, hell is a lot like a, uh, like a Toyota dealership, I think. (laughs) Hell is a dealership. (laughs) Hell is a dealership. I believe that. I do. Um... <laughs> so anyway, uh, later on camera, she admits to the manager of the rental car agency her true reasoning, which is far more selfish than doing some demons a solid. She says, "quote I tried to rent it, but y'all didn't want to rent me a car. Uh, y'all talking about how y'all didn't have any cars for rent, so I stole." Now wait a minute, is uh, might this lady be from I don't know somewhere like uh, like California. This sounds like a California accent that we That's got right. going here. Is that what it is? That's correct, y'all. <laughs> uh, police later ar- arrived and arrested her with no further outbursts. It is unclear as to the f- 
charges she's going to be facing. But stealing a car, I would say uh, GTA. Yeah, you get a you get a little bit of a slap, that's for sure. You get some fines, maybe a little bit of jail time. The thing I want to know is how much time in the slammer are the demons getting? Yeah, I mean, because they're at at the very least they are accessories to this crime. Well, from what she's saying, they are completely responsible. Yeah, you know, she she asked Jesus to take the wheel, but but he, it was Satan. Was... <laughs> it was Satan the whole time. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was basically a coin flip. It could have been either. Yeah, so uh, that's great. Um, what kind of car was it again? It was a uh, white Toyota RAV4. A white Toyota RAV4. How obvious. It's such an obvious vehicle. If you take the number of letters in Toyota, how many are there, Dan? Uh, six. There's six, exactly. Now, if you take the letters from the word RAV4... Yeah. It not the uh, and add those together. How many letters is that? Seven. That's seven. Now everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows that on the second di- uh, digit you have to subtract one because in the book of Job it said the devil always subtracts one from his numbers in the second column. So that's of course a six now. I see. And the third one. What was her name? Uh, uh her name was um. Unidentified, because they didn't reveal I it. see. Well, now, here's the thing. I'm willing to bet her name had six letters. Perhaps she was the devil all along. I'd say that is a solid argument. Wow. Breaking news. <laughs> we, should, uh, we should definitely add this to our true crime podcast that we're going to come out with. Yeah, true crime podcast coming up next. And here's the first article from that podcast. Uh... <laughs> Now, we've had plenty of articles, plenty of stories about uh, robbers, uh, break-in artists, as I like to call them. Right. Um, or, That's what they like to be called. Or thieving artisans. Or uh, one of my favorite is uh, bestoke take-your-stuffers. Take <laughs> <laughs> um have been very uh we we've got or we've talked about how they are very likely at least in our articles to go in and do something a little uh, unorthodox correct yeah usually those kind of people and this is one show. of those this oh, is one of those articles it's according, been a little while since we've done one it has and this one's this was pretty good according to court documents a man has been charged with felony uh, felonious no it actually Ooh. just says felony <laughs> so i don't know why i had to get fancy with it with felony criminal trespassing after he allegedly entered a woman's home and made tortillas Oh, my now, God. That's going to add a few years to the charge. <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> While she was home. Now, here's what I want to know. Is if they're good tortillas, mm. I think he should have his jail time revoked. Because making good tortillas is actually kind of hard. Is it? I have it never is. tried. I've done it a couple times. And it's all about getting the thickness right. If it's too thick, messed up. Too thin, messed mm. up. You got to get it just right for a good tortilla. Uh, and Jerry Christopher Drain was arrested at an apartment in Phoenix, Arizona, after officers were called to the area for a report of a residential burglary. According to one of the two women who live at that apartment, she was in her bedroom when she smelled burning in the kitchen. Uh, uh, I think you may have screwed it up. Yeah, I don't think you cooked it right. So, since he burned them, they actually add, they double the sentence. Oh, shit. So, it's kind of like, every burglary is kind of treated like an episode of Top Chef. Right, uh, you're rated on your cooking skills. <laughs> if you do poorly, you go to jail longer. If you do perfectly, if you do or adequately, you just get like a little bit. But if you do it 
perfectly and you impress um, Chef El- Alton Brown. Um, and he now this is the American version, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, then he he personally gets rid of all of your jail time. Wow. Yeah. Like he he takes it on. No, no, he you. uses his magical powers to swipe them away. He slices and dices those. <laughs> yes, those with his his copper cutlery. Chef knives. Uh, according to the sentence I just said, uh, she, <laughs> she went to the kitchen and saw Drain standing there cooking tortillas on the top of the electric stove. Mm-hmm. Quote, my roommate told me he smelled something burning, so she went out there and found the guy cooking the tortilla right there, said Alex Heron. <laughs> right there! Can you believe it? Not over there! Right there! And she pointed shakily at the stove. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what he did. Right there. <laughs> I'll never look at that thing the same. I can, I can never go over there anymore. <laughs> I'll never eat tortillas again. Um, so, uh, uh... They, uh, yeah. <laughs> the heron is hard of hearing. Sorry, I keep losing my place. Heron is hard of hearing and was alerted by her roommate. Eventually, the two women yelled at Drain to leave the apartment. Quote, I said to the man, you can take the food. Whatever food you're making, can you please leave, said Heron. <laughs> Drain complied, but took a can of soup with him as he left and consumed the soup on the balcony in front of the apartment. <laughs> so that was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> I <laughs> drank a can of soup. <laughs> just, Cold. That was so funny. Broke in to make a tortilla. And he's like, okay, well, I, I really bungled these ones up. Uh, I'm still going to take this soup, though. I'm going to take some cold clam chowder and just chug it. I like that he drank it on the balcony. I imagine he pouted through the whole thing. Like, man, I bet those tortillas were going to be great. Can I come back in now? <laughs> um, so uh, court documents say officers detected surprise. An odor of alcohol on Drain's breath when he spoke. And he also had bloodshot, watery eyes, slurred speech, and was unable to stand straight up without swaying. So that's a big oopsie. During a police interview, Drain said he did not remember what happened and was asked where he was trying uh, and who he was trying to see. He refused to say people's names because he did not want them to, quote, catch flack for this. He doesn't want them to get in trouble, okay? (laughs) They really what screwed a, up those tortillas by spooking him, and, yeah. you know, when they do that, they go to jail. So he's trying to save oh, them. They're accessories to the crime. That's right. If you burn tortillas, Elton Brown comes out, and he actually puts you in jail. Oh, my God. So. What if they, what if he was able to blame the demons? I mean, he has a better shot, because he could who, say- Who, Elton Brown? Yes, Elton Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. It was the demons. <laughs> It was his drinking demons. Oh, well, see, the demons are alive in all of us. Uh, According to court documents, he was booked into the 4th Avenue jail, but was later released on his own recognizance. As a condition of his release from jail, Drain is legally barred from going to any part of the apartment complex where the incident happened, and is also legally barred from consuming alcohol. (laughs) You're going to say consuming tortillas. (laughs) Look, you screwed these up so bad, you actually are never allowed to eat a tortilla again. Get a, a, a restraining order on all tortilla kind. Yeah, that's that would be the worst heinous crime to tortillas ever committed. The uh, tortillas committed. You, no, no, I mean comma committed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, crime towards tortillas. It's a crime against tortillas. Correct. Trial trials. Uh, so there you go. I I promised you that that a man would break into somewhere, do something unconventional, and he did. He burnt tortillas and he ate some uh, soup on the porch. 
That's a good. That's yeah. It's a two course meal. Right Look, Crimen makes you hungry tummy. Okay, if there's one thing science has told me, is that a direct quote from him? No, that was a direct quote from um, Albert Al- Einstein. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of his lesser known posters. <laughs> His quotation post. Yeah, that pic. You know that classic picture of him Stupid where he's is- sipping on that cup of Campbell's oh, out of yeah. straight out of the can, and he says, uh, um, "Crimen makes for hum- hungry tumby." <laughs> it's just devolving. <laughs> and, and then it says, "And also E equals MC squared." Oh yeah, and that, that thing. Everyone always leaves out the first part of that quote. So maybe because it makes him look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he had a big Campbell sponsorship. <laughs> uh, he was in a Campbell's coma. <laughs> not thinking straight. Ooh, that's good stuff. And on that note, that is going to end this podcast episode here. Dan, do you have any closing remarks? Um, well, actually, it's you, well, that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do we have, have a big uh, one. we have uh, another Vic Valentine show coming up in uh, two weeks. I want to say. What date is that and what time is that? I'm rolling out the red carpet here oh, for you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's Sunday the 24th uh, of March at 2 p.m. at the Hatbox Theater in Concord, New Hampshire. Correct. Uh, tickets are available on our website, uh, which is ghostshipradio.com. Uh, the top page of both the Vic Valentine page and the homepage have direct links to those. If you're in the it's area, or if you feel like doing a short little travel, come see it. Uh, the first show went off spectacularly, yeah. and we ended up uh, filling the place with the most amount of people of any show that season. That's it. So we were told. So that's pretty cool. Uh, something along those lines. That's and uh, something like that. And this next show is going to e- be even better. So uh, come check that out. Uh, while you're doing that, and you're on our website, ghostshipradio.com, check out all the other stuff we do. We've got stuff on there. Mostly this. It's mostly this, but there's other things. Okay, don't hassle me. We've you got, can, you know, stuff. there's stuff coming. There's still a relatively new episode of Poppy Sauced up there that's like only seven months old. No, I don't know how long <laughs> it is. Uh, there's uh, pretty much that. Um, you, you can got find more coming. There is there is a lot more coming, actually. We're, we're, we're working on it, okay? Just calm down. Enjoy this programming. Yes. Jesus. This should hold you over. God. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and all podcatchers. We're also on Twitter and Facebook at Ghost Ship Radio. This show in particular has a uh, Twitter page all to its own, which is at Banterbox Radio, Ooh. where you can keep up to date with uh, stuff that we're doing and updates on this show. You can reach us directly by using the contact form on our website or by sending us an email at bbr at ghostshipradio.com. We both have personal Twitters. Dan is at... Dan is the night. And I am at Thomas Towson. And... That's all for this week. And remember, the Hawaiian pizza was invented in Canada and is the most popular pizza in Australia. Thanks for joining us. Juan Tu, Juan Tu, check, 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 check. Everybody wants to check the mic. This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com.